0: You almost need to be everything without being everything, meaning you can't take your eye off the ball.
1: We are going Inside Gift and Home, and I am your guide, Don Groters. This is where we will dig into sales, products, and business relationships for retailers, wholesale brands, and sales reps in the gift and home industry. With 20 plus years of experience as a buyer, sales rep, and now business owner, I am thrilled to be your guide, providing tips, techniques, ideas, skills, and motivation on your journey to building a thriving business. So let's get started. I am thrilled to welcome Michael Scheck to the Inside Gift in Home podcast. Michael is the head of sales at DM Merchandising. He is an experienced sales exec with a lot of experience in the gift and home industry. Michael, thanks for joining me today.
0: Hey Dawn, thanks for having me.
1: We're glad to get more information from you and to learn from you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey inside the gift and home industry?
0: Okay, Um, I'm head of sales at DM Merchandising. Uh, Fortunately, celebrating my 25th year in the gift industry.
1: Yeah, Uh, congratulations.
0: It's changed so much for me, uh, I will say, for the better. We've all have gone through a lot of challenges, and I think it makes you stronger as a person, makes you stronger as a company. Um, obviously, we all know some of the challenges, 9-11, 2008 recession, Amazon, e-commerce, bankruptcy, tariff wars, COVID, supply chain. It's obviously been a little crazy. A little more compact of craziness in the past, I'll say ten years, but wow, uh, there's Absolutely. been a lot, and I think again I've become stronger because of it.
1: Mm-hmm. I would definitely agree with you. I think that um, our industry is very resilient to all the changes and find ways to pivot and keep changing to overcome those challenges.
0: Yes, it's been a, it's been a journey. What everybody has done, and I will say, pretty impressive how all businesses, and not just the gift industry, but all businesses really pivoted during, I'll say, this last COVID. Mm -hmm. And I think we've uh, literally have all gotten better because of it.
1: Yes, I completely agree. We've become smarter.
0: We have. And taken advantage of what COVID did, you know, it was just uh, noticing how many restaurants, Chicago, the weather is getting nice now. And how many restaurants are out on the the street or the curb or the sidewalk that never used to be? And we've learned to take over more space uh, than than before and utilize other spaces and other opportunities. Which eating outside in Chicago is a treat because we only have a few months of it. So it's been tremendous what COVID really did for us in a positive way. Being COVID, but it's been it's been positive in in certain aspects.
1: Yes, I think we have learned a lot from it and we've changed some things to help make it better overall. Yes. So, in DM Merchandise's business, you have multiple chains in your wholesale business. And since you're head of the sales, I'm sure you're very aware of all of the things that are going on. So, can you share with us how those channels work and why each channel is important in your business?
0: Yes. So, importance, you almost need to be everything without being everything, meaning you can't take your eye off the ball, but you need to be prepared for changes. Mm-hmm. So let's say the past 25 years, for me, there was no web that was not part of the, the mix. Today, it's a big part. Today, the, the buyer might not be doing buying from nine to five, and you need to have presence after hours or teach them or talk to them a different way about the product. You know, really, I think COVID, like I said, changed the way people work. So I'm sure most of us get emails after hours. A lot of my buyers might be doing, let's say, babysitting or whatever it is during the day because they're working from home. And you need to be prepared to respond to them at 10 o'clock at night because that's when they're doing their buying or they are want to have their conversations So I really think all platforms, web sales, social media, outside reps, inside reps, it's all important today. And you really just need to be prepared for the changes that we're all going through. So I'll say some of our channels, it's just changed and you need to be almost everything again without being everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. You have to be able to have so many different channels to be able to meet the buyers where they're at and how they want to buy. Yes. Okay. So I know that DM Merchandising has an inside sales team. So let's dive a little bit deeper into that. And why do you think that it's important for DM Merchandising to have an inside sales team?
0: Well, I think you need to support the outside sales reps as much as possible. They are what I refer to the boots on the ground. Are the backbone of every good sales team. For this reason, the inside sales group is very important. Having someone with the inside knowledge, um, the knowledge of the product, what's happening, when things are shipping, when it's going to be in. We have over three thousand items, and we are lucky to have it all in our showroom. But an outside salesperson has it in a suitcase or a bag, and you fit, you know, thirty items. So having someone on the inside that can grab an item, talk about it, refer to it, measure it, feel it and explain it, I think makes a a big difference. You know, obviously having the, the reps out there, they have the relationships, but on the inside, we're trying to have the relationship with the rep to be their source of information on the inside and really just support them. That's the most important part is supporting the outside sales rep.
1: Yes, and I completely agree with you. Those outside sales reps are the boots on the ground. They're the backbone. And how your inside sales team then supports them is the best thing that you can do for them.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Okay, so what is the biggest lesson you have learned from customers from them working with your inside sales team? That maybe you don't hear from outside sales reps
0: so what we've learned is by talking to the customers across the country actually across the world but across the country we hear different trends sometimes things might start in new york or california before it trickles down to let's say you know michigan or iowa so hearing some of these things from the customers from all over is a little different from hearing it from the rep. The reps work territory. So you're gonna hear just what is happening in that territory, but we have an advantage of talking to all the customers. Part of why I enjoy working at all the trade shows. You have people from all over the country and they're gonna tell you what's working and listening to the customer is so important, where again, a rep might just have a little tunnel vision of what's just happened in their area. And that's fine because that's what they're selling is that area.
1: Yes, definitely, definitely. Okay, so can we peek behind the curtain a little bit for your business and um can you tell me how your inside sales team then is able to sell thousands of products over the phone?
0: Sure, it's difficult. Most of our inside sales team don't really touch a lot of the other channels that we have. A lot of that's automated. Automated functions as an example, we have a webmaster that takes care of our 247dm.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't need to be necessarily a salesperson making calls, but our insight team is focused on touching the customer via if it's a phone, an email, a zoom, any any avenue that we have to really reach out and touch that that customer.
1: Okay, good to know. So how do you navigate the frustration that comes with sales rep sometimes and sales rep groups? regarding your inside sales team calling customers?
0: We're here to help, regardless how the sale comes in, a rep gets the, the credit. The best way I can explain it is you can only be in one place at one time unless you have the support. In other words, go after the customer that needs the face-to-face or the one that needs some of the hand-holding or the customer that just likes to be serviced a little differently and let the office support Take care of the the rest of it. So how do you divide yourself up? How do you um, increase your business? Well, there's only so much time that you have. Go after the ones that you need to and let the office do the other. And the bottom line is it comes to trust. And I like to think our reps trust us. We obviously trust them. They're the ones that are doing all the hard work and the heavy lifting. And if the trust is there, ultimately, it's going to make selling easier for the rep. There's no frustration. So we're very fortunate that we just don't see that.
1: Uh, That's great to hear. I love that. The more you can work together as a team, the better your business and their business will be. Okay. As the industry continues to change, can you give us your predictions on how sales channels will change as well?
0: If I can say it a thousand times, e-commerce, probably. Whether it's a website, marketplace, social media, whatever it is that allows the buyer to multitask. If you think about it, we've all gotten good at multitasking. If you haven't, um, you've probably gotten lost in the shuffle. How many people today are working from home, as we talked about, and they're on the computer, they've got the TV on, they're watching the kids or whoever, the dog, and probably personally shopping all while working. (laughs) So the bottom line is we need to make it easy for our customers because everyone is multitasking. They're not doing it normal hours. And there's no way that we can all work 24 hours, but you need to have the availability for them to do their buying 24 hours.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's great advice. Okay. So what do you think creates the best sales experience for your customers, no matter how the customers decide to order?
0: Well, think like we just said, making it as easy as possible and as fast as possible. Um, clearly you need to have great quality, great margins. Um, but it's all about ease. We have just one thing that money can't buy and that's time. So what can you do? We got to make it easy, fast. Uh, we also need to be their source of information. We have customers just, uh, calling up and asking for advice. So be there for advice, give them some of the knowledge we, as we said before, we have knowledge across the country what's working and maybe a trend is on the, the rise or it's it's fading so be there for some support to them advice to them what should i try they'll ask you you know they want they want a partner and they want a partner that's not going to cost them any money so someone that just literally they can trust and talk to and kind of say great idea thank you i'll give it a try mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. You have to be a resource and add value. There's customers that we call, and they're like, "What show should I go to, or what? You know, what markets um, are important, and what days should I go, and where should I stay? Like, all those are us being a resource for them is helpful to them. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for your time today. I really appreciate it. You're a wealth of knowledge, and I really enjoy um, our conversation today. Thank you, Don. Thanks for joining me on this journey inside Gift and Home. And if you have a friend in the industry that would enjoy this podcast, please share it with them and hit subscribe so you'll never miss an episode.